So look at how unhappy this child is. Do you see him crying everywhere? Okay, yeah. So if you have sex, that's going to be you. <laughs> okay. Do you see how he gets extra health when he eats dog food? Yeah, well, stop complaining about it. <laughs> yeah, I will, be, I will be feeding you dog food, actually, if you keep complaining. That's beautiful. Shut up. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Almost Focused, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls, and other non-specified genders. Dogs and cats. Uh, We're very inclusive, so... What other categories could uh, uh, birds, intelligent birds, really anyone with a, a device to download the podcast? Well, I would go so far as to stretch that to all intelligent mammals. Sure. Yeah, you know, I feel like I feel like if you're a mammal, fuck birds though. No, I, are birds not mammals? I don't actually know. I don't. I don't think they are. No, no. we need to look this up because otherwise the internet is going to think we're idiots. <laughs> are we? Are is we it starting too late for are, that? Are we starting Birds the cast? Or are this... not mammals? What do you mean? Are we starting the cast? Is this the cast right now? Yeah, we are. Uh, oh, they are. Uh, they're vertebrates. They're vertebrates, but they're not mammals. I don't know. I I'm desperate to find this out. Mammals, listeners, have... we'll be with you in a moment. Mammals have nipples. Birds do not. No. They are not mammals, according to Yahoo Answers. Yahoo answer, uh, Answers. Kalimekita, thank you for answering this question nine years ago. I feel like we are getting the most up-to-date and accurate information about this topic, and I feel like I don't need to look into it anymore. I- Welcome to Almost <laughs> Focused. Uh, my name is Nathaniel. I'm Matt. Uh, and today we are, we are returning to our roots we're yep. going back to what made us great. Talking about butts. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that was our first really step above into a new tier of professionality. Professionals. Just talking about games. What are we playing? Uh, yeah. What are we playing? What have we been playing? Uh, weird internet conversations we've been having. Maybe some podcast plans. Oh, that's a good point. We could talk a little bit about what's coming up, what we're going to be doing in the future. Murmur, murmur. You know, tell our audience about our podcast a yeah. little bit um i think we're gonna do that as well we might do that too yeah that could that could <laughs> you happen. are giving me the most like shady no face i've ever seen <laughs> it's just like uh-huh okay uh-huh. yeah no so um so nathaniel what's up what have you been playing oh man so much shit i've been playing we play so many games now that we're doing indie games well not just that but i i beat pillars of eternity and uh it, like, I did not realize how many things I could have been playing <laughs> instead of beating that game. Uh, Was it worth beating? Oh, yeah, man. I, I'm desperately awaiting the expansion. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's so, so good. Um, 
what have I been playing? Let's see. Well, I started uh, immediately post um, Pillars, just mm-hmm. basically being like, I am sick of slow things. I want intense and fast. So I got really hyped about Battlefield 3 for about 30 seconds and bought the Star Wars bundle off Steam. Battlefield 3. Battlefront. Battlefront 3. Yeah. That one. Yeah, the Star Battle- Wars one. Battlefield 3 has been out for a little bit. Yeah, bro. not Battlefield. Uh, you know, I apologize. Our cred today is just falling apart. Um, Get with it, Nathaniel. I know. I'm, I am just not on my game. I apologize. So the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic... Uh, Battlefront 2, um, so you've been Jedi a... Academy. Uh, did you buy some kind of Star Wars pack? Yeah, Steam had a bundle after our rant about Steam a little while ago, but they had a pretty sweet bundle deal that I scooped up. Uh, so I've been running that, and then I got really into Hero Siege for a few days. Yeah, I picked up Hero Siege 2. I basically abused you into doing it. Yeah, it was... It was... I'm going to have those scars. It was aggressive. Um, I can pull up the uh, the transcript, but it's pretty much me just being like, buy it. What are you doing? Just do this. It was, yeah, because it was on Steam chat that you're yeah. doing. I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to play Crypto the Necromancer. Leave me alone. Shut up and play this. Crypto the De- Necrodancer. The Decromancer? <laughs> the Decronancer? Decromancer. He's like doing like interior design. <laughs> like like but it's, summoning it's all through necromancy right so where did, it's, no it's decromancy where did yeah. you get that couch oh i summoned it from the fifth plane <laughs> it's made out of the corpse of an interdimensional demon beast right yeah, yeah exactly i think that's uh, how it has all of those red frills <laughs> do you see the teeth around the edges don't worry when you sit in it it's not going to close and eat you i i swear <laughs> um but yeah here see so what's that about it's like, uh, I think I described it to you as, as Diablo meets uh, Horde mode, basically, arena combat. So it's like these these little themed arenas, a winter theme, a fire theme, a, you know, a, a forest theme, a ruins theme, a town theme. And you fight your way through waves of enemies in each one until you fight a boss, usually at the sixth round or whatever on each level or fifth maybe i forget uh and you have skill trees just like in diablo yeah so uh, a bunch of different classes and i just you know it was it was six bucks something like that if you bought the dlc it came up to 10 and i i rocked it for a couple of days probably got a good 10 hours of fun out of it it reminded me a lot of um some flash games i used to play in, mm-hmm. in college like box arena or something yeah. right i mean it's it's your standard arena style game um but it's it's not subtly influenced by diablo no all, it's all obviously. of the text is is um oh, excuse me is diablo uh diablo text um it's but the classes are not diablo well, the, the classes aren't Diablo. It's its own game. I mean, like I said, it, yeah. it, Diablo Arena combat is basically, you know, Horde. Horde mode Arena Diablo. Bam. So Horde mode, you know, like just waves of yeah. shit. Arena, because that's what you're fighting in. And Diablo, because that's the way your characters level up. Yeah. And There's so gear. The gear system's super stripped down. It's weird. It's it's very roguelike gear system. Yeah, it's, it's hard to really... It works, but it's awkward i can see if you're playing it a lot like identifying the relics by sight and being like oh that's one that gives me this i don't yeah. want that yeah. like 
but they all seem to be net positive. Yeah, so at the, at the end of each arena, you get a free relic, basically, that gives you some special Yeah, you can power. also get them by clearing optional dungeons or buying them in a shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I played the shit out of that. I, I did the math at one point. Not that this is the value of a game, but dollar per hour played Hero Siege was more valuable than Pillars of Eternity. Uh, <laughs> so just to throw that one out there. Yeah, I also think you should start incorporating to that and how excessively you talked about it. Hero Siege doesn't even come close to No, Pillars. no. And, and I would never say that it's a better game than Pillars for obvious reasons, I think. But it's just funny to run that metric in your head sometimes. Well, uh, Hero Siege is an interesting niche. I mean, before... Or when I moved to DC, I only was playing one game, and it was Diablo three. Yeah, and Hero Siege is a similar thing. It's just like I can completely zone out and just kill some monsters, you know, level a dude up. But it's interesting. It passes the time. I liked it. It's it's. I thought it was a good a good game to pick up for the price. You know, when it first started, it had a great like super active multiplayer. The first couple of days where there were just tons of servers up and blah yeah. blah blah. But in order to host a server, you have to do some port forwarding and shit. Oh. And the community has basically vanished. You know, I set myself up so I could host. And I was, uh, I haven't hosted since yesterday, but I was trying. And I, nobody nobody ever joined the games anymore, which yeah. is a major bummer. Because uh, the multiplayer was very fun and fast-paced and Yeah, we played hectic. some of that. Well, and we, you know, it has couch multiplayer, which yeah. which is fun. And we did that. And honestly, I think... I think couch multiplayer is, it's kind of a, you know, not many people are doing it because obviously it's hard to get people together, but it, games that support it, I'm starting to like more and more. I think, I think couch multiplayer is having a bit of a resurgence, resurgence. Like yeah. you see Nidhogg, you see, you know, Hero Siege did it obviously, but like Diablo had it for the PlayStation. That's true. Uh, uh, there's, I mean, there's actually a lot of stuff lately that's been coming out and supporting it, and I think that's because, at least from where I sit, the the people that kept that coming on were sort of the party games, you yeah. know. So we was really successful with party games, like um, Mario Kart. I think I was looking at the list of most sold games, and Mario Kart Wii is like higher than Minecraft. Which yeah, shocked me. Yeah, so I think that people are sort of rediscovering couch co-op. Um, I'm, I'm not necessarily sure, like, that uh, it ever, like, died completely. I just think the people who did it weren't the kinds of, like, mainstream PC games, really. Yeah. And we're starting to see that come back, which is cool. Um, so, speaking of other games, uh -huh. I've been playing Crypt of the Necrodancer. The Decromancer? <laughs> I, I now want to do, like, a Decromancer thing. I think we need to submit that to them is like a idea for an expansion <laughs> crypt of the decromancer <laughs> yeah yeah uh but that this game you know a lot of i feel like a lot of indie games do pixel art a lot of indie games do roguelikes and the reason is pixel art is faster turnaround on art roguelikes are a way to quickly build a lot of content yeah you can use uh procedural stuff to give you a lot of free yeah content. so you'll see a lot of those types of games and um this is one of those and, and its catch is that it is also a rhythm game mm -hmm. um and you know as far as the actual kind of meta game goes which it's not very deep i think you were saying that you watched some youtube let's plays and it's pretty easy to clear a, a dungeon i just it looked really pretty and i'm sure it's kind of a fun physical game to play because of the rhythm aspect yeah. but from an actual gameplay side of it or like 
like more of the the systems at play, it looked very shallow. Yeah, and I I think I would agree with that. Um, however, I did like it. The yeah. flavor is really great. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I think is is notable is that the um, main character is a woman mm-hmm. who is not dressed scantily. Oh man. And cutting so that, edge stuff right there. I mean, that's always a nice thing to see where, you know, like it's, it, it's infrequent enough to note. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the story is pretty intriguing actually. And, and the music is really good. Yeah. Um, there, and there's the music. So I, I will, the music was excellent. I agree. It was really, really well, good. It like kind of has to be. Well, and it fit the, it it was all sort of hard pumping bass stuff. Yeah. But it fit the flow of what of like what the game was trying to get you to feel. Yeah. And it helped drive the pacing up. Which if there was one thing from the videos I watched that I was like, oh that that is a little bit different from traditional roguelikes, is that it forced you to make very quick decisions. Yeah, so in in, in traditional roguelikes, it's tile based and it's turn based. So every time you move, everything else moves. And in this game, it's the same thing, except that you can only move on the beat of the song. And you have a, a score multiplier that stays up if you move every beat. Well, so, and different items I saw had mechanics that made them more powerful. With the multiplier. With that same multiplier. Yeah, and so the game kind of pushes you... The game design pushes you into continuing to move. Yeah. And uh, it's it's fun, and it's a little... It's difficult... Because you have to learn how the enemies move to be able to attack them efficiently. Something about that, too. So going back to a previous discussion we had about tactics games, right? They're always grid-based. Mm-hmm. And because of the... In roguelikes in these traditional styles where you're on a grid, yeah. one of the big things is tactical movement, right? Because yeah. of the way that everyone moves at the same time, you have to be very careful about how you move or you end up stuck between multiple enemies uh, stuck between a wall and an enemy, unable yeah. to flee, um, various issues like that. And the beat mechanic really pushes that decision-making, I think, to a place where it can get uncomfortable. The, the only times I saw the guy last night, uh, I was watching Bear Taffy uh, do a necromancer run, or necrodancer run, and uh, he, the only times I really ever saw him have any trouble was when he had a number of enemies coming and he had a multiplier he needed to keep up and he was moving really fast and just didn't move tactically. Right. And um, so it, it's a decent game. I, I think $15, probably too much for it. Um, I, you know, I wanted to play it as soon as it came out. So th- that, was, that was my issue with the, was it was the price. It's just... It, it looked to me like a Hero Siege level of game, like something I would enjoy as much as Hero Siege, except Hero Siege was $5. I think I've played it at this point less than the Hero Siege. Yeah. Um, but there are things about it I really like, like mm-hmm. um, how the shopkeeper sings along to the songs, and you can find where the shop is because you can hear Based him singing. Based on him singing, yeah. That was, it, it had some really nice touches. The, the flavor in the game is on point. Yeah. I, I really like it a lot. Um you know, and I'll probably play it to completion. Sure. Um, and then there was another thing I really liked about it. One of the bosses is uh, like a king and a queen chess chess boss. And so all of the enemies start out. You're on a chess board. All the enemies start out on the other. And so every time you move, all of the pieces move with chess rules. Gotcha. Um, and so, obvi- like, the knights fucked me up pretty quick. Because <laughs> I was like, fuck. They I'm just gonna... flew at you. Yeah. But, well, they move in the weird L. So it's. You know, like, if you're moving 
every beat of a song, like donk, 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 donk. It's hard to remember where the knights are going to move. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be really quick. But it was just a, it was a cool mechanic. You had to take out the pawns really quickly, or else they would all get to the end of the board and turn into queens. And oh, oh so they transformed and stuff. That's, yeah, that's, and then so, yeah, you're right. That's a really cool. If mechanic. you kill the minions, then you have the king, and you have to figure out how to transition so that you move. Like you have to you transition so you move that he moves next to you so you can attack him. Yeah. The next turn, because if you move. In a such a way that he moves right next to you, he'll attack you. So it's a weird kind of you have to trick trick him. Sure. Using like your chest knowledge. Basically like corner him and force him to move into you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh what else have you been playing? Oh, what else have I been playing? Um Guacamole. Guacamole. It's a it's a roguelike uh, not roguelike. It's, it's a, a it's a guacamole based metroidvania it's a metroidvania about it takes place exclusively in a chipotle yeah uh it's a it's a luchador themed uh metroidvania it's the free ps4 game this month Uh, luchadors that's uh mexican wrestling nacho libre right yeah yeah okay the game is super colorful all the design is really fun they have it for free on ps4 this month i think yeah is is it something does that have couch co-op Yes, it does. Oh, we'll have to give it a shot. I downloaded it. Um, oh, fuck me. I don't you, have an you only extra have controller. One controller. Yeah. Or maybe zero since I had the cat attack your controller earlier. Yeah, thanks for that, by no the problem. way. You were experimenting with the laser, laser pointer and Laser pointer. Laser <laughs> pointers. It's like for lawyer lasers. <laughs> that laser is like a lawyer in its ability to finagle through anything. I don't know. Uh, so, guacamole. All right. What else? Yeah, I, I didn't realize I had couch co op, but. I mean, while I'm playing it, up at the top of the screen, it's like, press X to droid. Ta-da. Um, so that, you know, that's something I'd love to try out. I don't know anyone who has a PS4 and multiple controllers. Well, though. that's the thing. I don't have multiple controllers. They're expensive as shit, man. They're 60 bucks. Yeah, what am I going to spend $60 my, on a controller? My controller broke. Yeah. Like, one of the buttons broke. And I ordered a new button from China before buying a and new built, controller. And rebuilt it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that's the thing. So $60 controllers, I'm only going to use it when you're here. Right. And we only play games when you're here once every two weeks, once a week, you know? Yeah. What are we doing the other times? Uh, this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Podcasting or occasionally drinking and playing Cards Against Humanity. So for, for four times a month, a $60 outlay that's not really necessary. Yeah, the like, only way it would work is if, like, your girlfriend was into yeah, gaming. Yeah. Yeah. So. If, she, if she was into it, uh, that would make more sense. But, like... We can trade off Bloodborne runs. Why buy a controller? Yeah, I, you know? I don't have much to say about Guacamele. It's fun. It's free. It's free. Go do it. Yeah. What um, the hell? Even even when it's not free, though. I mean, like, I just, the Humble Bundle indie game sales right yeah. now, and it's five bucks on there. It's, sure. You know, if you like the Metroidvania genre, it's, it's a fun game. Here's it's, my theory on pricing. If you're going to give me a free game, I will love it even if it sucks, because it's free. You know? Who cares? It's like mods, man. Even if your mod blows, it's free. I'm happy. Um, doesn't mean I'll recommend it to people. Sure. Right? I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, this free game's better than that free game. No, wouldn't do that. But, uh, you know, what are you going to complain about free for? Yeah. I, I I see what you're saying. But I have I value my time to a certain extent. Well, sure. So, like, if I'm playing a game and I'm like, God, this sucks. You well, know, you don't have to keep playing it either. Well, that's why I didn't play. The, I'm not saying that Ether One sucked. 
the well, other PS4 free game this month. Uh, yeah, I haven't even tr- I haven't tried either. I downloaded them and haven't had a chance. But I played it for like 15 minutes and was like, yeah, I'm bored. Yeah. Done. Um, there's some other game coming out this month for PS4 free that looks really good. I yeah, there were, I think, two more. They come out halfway through the month or something like that. Yeah, that that, you know... That reward system is pretty much the best I've ever, I've ever seen. The free game thing, the free game thing. It's oh, so yeah. good. I mean, yeah. we I got we got Binding of Isaac for free. No, I, I, I believe me, I am the we're, the we're, biggest proponent of the PS4 we're Plus. Talk about price per like price per hour played thing. Yeah, Binding of Isaac. I mean, I've probably played easily a hundred hours of that. You've played far more than that at free. Yeah, I'd say that's. Uh, well, that's why I bought it on PC. I was like, I've I've already put. I haven't put anywhere near as much time to it on PC as I ended up doing on the PS4. But at that point, it was like, I want to be able to play this when I want to, no matter what's going on. Yeah. And this game is so good that I, I'm i going to buy it, you yeah. know? Uh, and a sneak preview of what I'm going to play, the expansion of that when it comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Surprise, surprise. To be fair, I will be too. Which points to a, a new thing, another sneak peek of what you will be playing. I'm going to get you into Project Gorgon, which is another game I've been playing. Oh, yeah. We've been playing a couple alpha games, which is unlike us. Well, they're again, they're free. I will play, sure. free, alphas will play a free alpha all, game day, all day long, long, you know? So you, like, that, yeah, Project Gorgon. Project Gorgon, which I, uh, I have found to be pretty exciting. I had a little... Uh, so what is it? Uh, it's an MMORPG. Which I I flirt with occasionally. Mamoperger. Merperg. Mamokaberg. Merberg. Merberg. So it's uh, yeah, so it's one of one those. Of those. <laughs> it's so it's online. You play it with other people. It's a role playing game. So you have a character that you know grows and blah blah blah. Uh, it's done by so so it's really cool. I got excited about this because I I found it on Twitter. And it was like, blends old school MMO with new school MMO and some other new ideas. And I went to their page and it was like, we try to answer the type of MMO question in a new way, blah, blah, blah. But something I saw was there was a mention that uh, they were former Turbine turbine employees. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started digging into it on their Kickstarter page, which failed yeah. uh, last year, somewhere in 2014. I forget exactly when. Um, and... They, they, the guy, the main programmer was on Asheron's Call, uh, the original. Which is one of your favorite MMOs. Which is, uh, honestly, I probably spent more time on that than any other game I've ever played. It hit me, I started playing that when I was like 11 or 12, and I played that till I was like 16. It was my teenage years MMO, you know? It was my World of Warcraft as a teenager, because I, I got really into... Mine was ping pong. Really? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, so I got super into Ultima Online first, which I adored. Uh, and then I got I switched uh, trains to Asheron's Call and stayed there for a long time. Um, and I still go back and play it. It's I think it's free to play now, and they're trying to... Because they're not no longer supporting it. But they did... I mean, it's it's like 10 years old, and no joke, they did 10 years of monthly updates to this game. Wow. Yeah, it's it's... You know, you look at that now, and Turbine did a fantastic job with that game. Like, it's it's one of these things that never blew up the way it could have, I think, for mm-hmm. a bunch of reasons, including their own fuck-ups, right? Mm-hmm. But as far as MMOs goes, it it was one of the most responsive to the player, like, action-y MMOs I'd ever really, 
I'd ever played up until then, and really now, too. I mean, Ultima is another one that was very responsive to player skill. Sure. Whereas I think some of the... Well, anyway, getting away from that. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little off topic there. You liked um, the game. I love Asheron's Call. Project Gorgon is done by a bunch of Asheron's Call people who worked on that. So I was like, oh, shit, that's super exciting. I'm very mm-hmm. excited for that. So I started playing it. It's definitely interesting. Um, I think I'm trying to abuse you into checking it out with me, basically. Yeah, it's free, so I'll probably... MMOs need to be played with people, too. We have kind of a MMO rule in my house that well, I instituted. Uh, that you instituted. Yeah, it wasn't like wife was like, oh, I don't like you playing MMOs. It was like me saying, hey, I probably shouldn't play MMOs, just so you know. Well, but if you and I are playing this MMO, I think it'll be okay. You and me together. Just a little bit. Just take just take one hit of yes. heroin, bro. <laughs> it's all right. You can't no, get addicted if I, you try it once. I know, I know you had that OD back in 94, but, but listen, man, it's been 20 years. You're hey, it's right. not a MOBA. You are allowed to play it. <laughs> Speaking of alpha MOBAs, uh-huh. I'm really interested to hear about the game you played, Magicka Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I also played Magicka Wars. Uh, I haven't played enough to give you a, a formal opinion. You and I, that's another one you and I need to look at together. Well, l- let's just, I mean, we can briefly touch on it, because I've, I've aborted the hype train, which is... It's Magicka MOBA. Yeah. That's which, all I know. I mean, I, I turned it on. I did the tutorial. I, I watched a Let's Play of it, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome, guy. Well, it's free on Steam, bro. Let's let's get in there. Let's get on it. Let's get doing. Let's do. Let's we get. also have a rule about MOBAs in my house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be fair, I have a rule about MOBAs. I can't... 45 minutes solid with no interruption is not a thing I can do when it comes to gaming. Yeah. You know, like, for, for MMOs, I can schedule that time carefully so that I, I have, like, if we need to do a raid, I can get an hour and a half, you know? Yeah. But that has to be a once-in-a-week effort. That can't be, like, <laughs> you know... Every night for two hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just, I'm not able to set that kind of... I say from personal experience. Yeah, you can't set that much time aside when you have somebody else in your life. So you have to kind of work around that. Yeah. Um, But it does look super fucking cool. I played an alpha game. Ooh, what was it? Uh, It was a puzzle game. I found Uh them on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, the guy emailed us. He was super nice. Super nice. I loved his email. I read it and I was like, I just want this guy to succeed based off of the quality of his pleasantness. The game was called Yum Yum Yummy, which which I enjoyed. It's a puzzle game, right? It's a puzzle game. And it's, I mean, it's it's a Matt checked it out. I apologize, bro. I haven't looked yet. Uh, Whatever. I didn't look at any of your shit. Um, (laughs) So it's a puzzle game and it's... It's pretty straightforward. Like, you swap tiles, and you have animal tiles, and you have food tiles. And you have to swap these tiles to solve a puzzle to get to clear the board. And animals eat their own food, the food that they like. And when they've eaten all the food that they like, all the tiles, those tiles disappear. Oh, uh, uh, that sounds kind of like a neat little... It's an interesting mechanic. Do they do any... So, it seems like a mechanic to me that's interesting, but needs to be, like... It, it needs, needs to have a twist, you know? It needs tuning. I And I think there is a twist, which which I was absolutely delighted when I found it out, which is one of the animals you, you get for these puzzles is a lion. And the lion's favorite food is the other animals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, like, just cracked me up. So can that, just, can that screw up the first rule, though? Like, yeah. Oh. Or you, just, you have leftover food because the lion eats the wrong thing you're supposed to eat. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's an alpha build. I think there's some stuff they can do to it. You know, right now it's very locked into they have to design the puzzle. And there's one solution to the puzzle. Um, you know, I think 
but it's it's very early alpha, and the I think the idea is solid. I think that they can do some pretty cool stuff with it. Um, so that was neat. Um, it was also a kind of a cool experience to just you know find someone on Twitter and. And they're just like, oh, will here, you check play my this alpha? out. Yeah. Well, that's so. That's something that's really interesting. Uh, since we started doing this, for me, I, you know, I post to indie dev uh, now. So I, I start. Mm-hmm. I started posting the Reddit. Their, the Reddit, dev. and um, a couple of guys actually sent me stuff. They were super friendly. They were like, oh yeah, check this out. And I've, uh, I'm actually looking at those games. I started looking at them last week, but I haven't start, had enough time to like. And we're having some of those guys on um, on the yeah. show. Yeah, well, so that was a Twitter guy. This guy, Damien, uh, I forget his last name offhand, but you'll know next week. He, he's working on this game Chess, which is a really cool concept. It's like it's roguelike chess. Yeah. So it's chess where the pieces are all randomized, right. like what they do and stuff. And I don't know. It just it it's cool. Kind of, I would describe what he does as kind of like. Experimental. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I'm not sure if experimental is the right word, but I guess that that works. Um, and it's just neat. It's it's cool stuff. And it's a guy I met entirely just through sort of bumming around Twitter and being like, hey, you game company, give me free codes. And they were like, no, that's not classy. However, this guy might have a alpha build he can give they you. They weren't even like, like that. They just judoed the shit out of you. That's like, true. They were like. Oh, sorry, but here are four po- people you could ask. Yeah, and, and sure enough, uh, the first guy I tweeted at was like, sure, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was this guy, Damien. He, again, super cool dude, really nice. He's been super friendly and very accommodating, and he'll be on, what, next week, I think? Two yeah. weeks from now, something like no, next, that? Next week and two weeks from now. Oh, that's true. He's going to come on and do a double cast with us. Double so. cast. Oh, we're, we're exposing our secrets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so I'm going to do uh, my, my indie spotlight for that section is going to be the Reddit indie spotlight. Cause I'm just going to talk about the Reddit games I got. Oh yeah. Mine will yeah. be, um, since, oh, since we love you, Reddit, Reddit, we love you. Yeah, I love you, Reddit. <laughs> I'm going to have to come up with a new, never a new leave one, us. Mine was Crypt of the Necrodancer. Oh, you, you blew it, <laughs> man. Blew it. You blew it. Shit. Oh, you're going to have to play project Gorgon. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to only recommend games that are out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, so, I didn't realize the Indie Spotlight had to be about games that are out, because that would blow at least one of the Reddit games away. It's an alpha build. We can talk about it. I think having a mix is good. But you will only do... I'm going to do one that's out, that someone can go and buy right after they listen. Only and forever, or just that night? Um, They can only do it immediately after listening to the podcast. No, no, no. I mean, you will only do that for all Indie Spotlights. Oh, I, I'm not ready to make that kind of commitment. Oh, I thought that was what you were saying. I thought that was your base argument. All right. Well, now that that pressing issue has been solved. <laughs> now, that, now that we've aired our dirty laundry for all of you <laughs> listeners. Yeah. So, well, I, I said I wanted us to be more transparent. Transparency is important. Yeah. That's why we tweet a lot. That's why I wear see-through underwear. That's why we tweet a lot once a week. That's why I wear see-through yoga pants. Yeah. Don't, that's why... I, I don't do yoga behind you. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea for a number of reasons. Uh, All right. On that note, uh, thank you, ladies we, and gentlemen. Yeah, I thank mean, you. We, we hit our time limit. You're the one who said 30 minutes. I did. Look at that. That's We yeah. are over time. We are 17 oh, seconds. God. Oh, no. All right. Real quick, what are you going to play? Oh, shit, son. Project Gorgon. Project I'm, Gorgon. I'm very excited. I'm even going to contribute to the wiki for that game. Project Gorgon Racing. The, the, the little teenager inside of me was just like, oh, my God. It's the turbine, guys. I'm so happy. <laughs> right? So I'm going to do that. And then um, let's see. 
I might play a little bit more of the Mighty Quest for Epic Loot, which was kind of interesting, and I'm willing to give another little bit of time, see how it goes. I'm going to play more Titan Souls. I want to finish that. Have you that. beaten that yet? No, I got bored with it. Yeah. Well, well I got bored of the whole, like, really hard game, frustrating. Well, yeah, because you, you, you went super deep into <laughs> Bloodborne. Like Bloodborne and Titan Souls, yeah. like, nonstop for three weeks, and it's kind of like, okay, time It's a little game. much. I'm uncomfortable with oh, this Maybe I'll now. go back to Bloodborne. Who knows? Yeah, I've been, I did a little bit of Bloodborne. I think I might go back to the two, but I, I think I will probably spend at least the remainder of this week uh, looking at Gorgon, because I'm excited about it. It's been fun. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. Well, uh, thank you, listeners, as always, and yeah. look forward to next week's next week's interview. And and hit us up on Twitter if you have any questions. I'm a focused host. I'm almost a host, right? No, that's li- at almost a host. Yeah, that's a good point. We need to start repping our our. What are we on Facebook? Do we have a Facebook? Almost we have focus a Facebook. show. Almost focused yeah, show. Yeah, send us those sweet likes. And if you really want to Google us, almost focused, and look at the images tab because it's pretty great. It's it's this uh, really good group of cosplayers who disbanded like a year ago or something. Yeah. For all of the pictures, and they're all dark and moody, except there's one of me at the top, and it's the one that you did of me with a neck beard eating a turkey leg. I'm pretty proud of that picture. Yeah, the juxtaposition of the 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 photos is just very funny. So it's pretty fantastic. There you go, internet. Uh, Have a good afternoon. Oh, shit!